Um, oh, do you want some? Am I, are we recording? I did hit go. Oh. Random drama. Not drama. Gossip. Mm. Well, do you want everyone we listen to to hear it? <laughs> we can get it out. Well, it's just like not that important. You're not even going to care that much. Okay. Um, well, my favorite kind of drama is drama that has nothing to do with me. Talking about their favorite themes on silver screen. They'll try to stay on theme. Who said that this podcast was spoiler free? It's time for Single Best Scene. Hi, I'm Sophie. And I'm Maddie. And welcome to Single Best Scene. This week's episode is Elite. Oh, maybe we should have done like, Hola, me llamo Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, dear listeners, we're doing Elite, which is in Spanish. Yes. And I will say that, so when we rewatch, we'll talk about our pilot score in a minute. Um, but when I rewatched the pilot, I was doing some other stuff. So I put it on in English and then just, ha- like I had English, the dubbed English, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it as much. No. I was like, it needs to be, and it needs to be in European Spanish. Do yes. not put it in, if you're going to watch the show, if you've never mm-hmm. heard of it before and after this, you like want to watch it, put it in European Spanish. Right. Like it's original form. Not Spanish, not the European no. Spanish with descriptions. Yeah. Um, not English. No, definitely don't do the dub. Do the original Spanish with English subtitles. Mm-hmm. And that is an excellent point. If you haven't seen the show, I mean, all of our episodes have spoilers, but like seriously, do not, like don't listen to this if mm-hmm. you haven't watched a show because the show is so good and it's so manageably bingeable because there's what? Eight episodes a season. Eight episodes a season, right, three seasons. So you can totally like, it's so manageable, just watch it. Like if you're even considering it or at least Stop listening to this podcast because it's a murder mystery and we're going to talk about everything. everything. We're going to tell you who killed, who did all of the stuff. Right, yeah. So it would genuinely ruin the show for you. So please, thank you. Thank you for being here. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for coming. Um, We'll see you next time. Okay, bye. But I will say that I did a list of my top 10 shows of 2019 because, you know, at the end of the decade, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this was like number four on my list of it's top 10 so shows good. that I watched last yeah. year. So I highly recommend watching mm-hmm. it, but I do highly recommend if you have ever wanted to watch it, turn the podcast off yeah. now. All right, great. So I was going to ask you the introduction to the show, but I know that it's me. Yep, it's you. So I feel like I should explain why yep. I watched yes, it yes. and then I can kind of tell you why I, I, I shoved it on you. Mm-hmm. So I listened to another podcast called the shipping room podcast where they go through relationships, which I love and mm-hmm. broken record on that. Stick. That's my, yeah, that's my <laughs> brand uh, love. <laughs> and I, they had talked about like how it was like their number one ship and they loved it so much. And, and like, I kept seeing it on Twitter and they were doing an episode about it. And I, like, I messaged the girl on Twitter and was like, okay, I'm going to start the show because of you. How do I watch it? So she like told me exactly what I just told you. Watch it in Spanish. You need to hear their, you need to hear their actual voices. Mm -hmm. And then I watched the first episode and like, we'll go into the pilot, but immediately hooked. And so once I think I got to like episode five or six, cause Sophie will laugh, but I have a pretty bad habit of suggesting shows and then dipping out and just like not finishing them. Yep. I have finished so many shows that you've told me to watch that you haven't still to this day haven't finished. I know, I know. But this one, I wanted to make sure I was committed. (laughs) So I texted you and said, you have to watch this show. It's in Spanish. Um, It is a mix. It's like Gossip Girl meets How to Get Away with Murder Mm -hmm. on Showtime. Yes. yes, And I stick by that. In Espanol. (laughs) 
And like, it is a Spanish soap opera Mm -hmm. with so much mystery, so much sex, so much everything. And somehow like they are able to do, and I I couldn't decide. I was watching it yesterday and I was like, I can't decide if they can get away with this teen love drama parent stuff because it is in Spanish. And like, we are, it's already a little bit like our brains having Mm -hmm. to to think a little bit harder. So the stuff becomes more believable. Or I think the way that it's shot is shot really believable. Like, meaningful glances or like the lingering of a shot on like a hand almost Mm -hmm. like they do a really good job of like selling stuff without saying stuff Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was and then I guess you just took my yeah took my you were like sounds okay yeah I was like I I loved how to get away with murder and I loved Gossip Girl so I'm sold plus you pointed out that it was the is the number one streamed international show in Mm -hmm. America on Netflix yes so a lot of other people like it. Like the how Netflix does that like top 10. Mm-hmm. Like that's what people are watching this week. When ne- when Elite dropped it, it was like number three. That's insane. Which I'm like, I didn't even know three. Pe- I don't even know three people who watch it. So yeah. like personally. So um, yeah, I. I think I've convinced a few people to watch it, but it's even still not nearly as, as many as I've been able to convince watch other shows. Mm-hmm. I think people have like a, a mental block against the fact that they like have to read the subtitles. Read the subtitles except you're you're able to buy into the show so much quicker yeah, because you have to, you're not on your phone, like right, scrolling through yeah, Instagram yeah. and then you're like, wait, did I miss mm-hmm. something or whatever? Right. Yeah, um, so we both watched the pilot this week. What was your pilot score for? Yeah. for so Elite? my pilot score was nine out of 10 mm-hmm. because there was the first, like, well, first of all, we love a good, like gossip girl setup of, Poor kids, rich kids, everyone's in this private school all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone's hot. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people who aren't hot, you realize like halfway through they're hot. Like it's like they very. Get, they all get hotter. It's like very confusing <laughs> that you're like, because I was watching it and I was like, Carla's the least like. Yeah. Well, season one, Carla was kind of plain. Season three, Carla, most beautiful person I've ever most seen in my life. Amazing. And it's not even like she's ugly. She's no, just no, no, like. No. Uh, she looks so young. Yeah, she really was a baby. Well, the, and well, and they like they throw the going coming out party for Marina. First episode, first episode, we're like, okay, they love a big party again. This is Gossip Girl to a T. And then what? Which I, this is jumping ahead, I guess. But my like turning point for when I was like, oh, this show. When uh, Carla and Polo decided to seduce um, Christian? Christian so that Polo could watch, but Christian didn't know that he was watching and they're having sex in the middle. Let's be clear at this party. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, just the whole thing. And I was like, oh, this is next level. Like, we're going there. All right. That's the other thing I will say. Whatever, because like I feel like in our our little friend group, plus we find out about the murder in that episode, right? Yes, they do like how to get away with murder, where you like see the reveal and then you're like, how did Marina is the one who gets murdered? Um, But you, uh, this is also a show that like I have to recommend to people who I know aren't like prude television watchers Mm -hmm. because it is yeah, no, like uh, rated mature. Like it's not like a family friendly, Mm -hmm. not one I would watch with my whole family. Well, yeah, no, definitely not. But Although it's not like as bad as you some, just it described just comes a threesome out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, 
Yeah, okay, maybe it is. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's a range. Um, but what was your pilot score? I actually gave it a 9.5 out of 10, oh, sure. which is for sure the highest highest pilot score I've given everybody. Mm-hmm. And I texted you last night when I was, we only uh-huh. talked about it, the pilot. We didn't talk yeah. about any other parts no. of the show. We're still loosely following our own rule again. Yeah. Um, that could be a memoir we wrote. <laughs> um, Trying to follow our own oh, rules. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, so, I really thought, so they, Netflix does like a, uh, kind of like season one recap before you watch season two and season mm-hmm. two recap before season three. I legit thought I was watching a season one recap. <laughs> so much happens in like one, you're introduced yes. to the, you're, well, you're introduced to the construction. Like, so the I plot of God that they even gave us that context. Mm-hmm. Like if you would have asked me before I watched the pilot, rewatch the pilot, like why are those, why are these like poor kids at this rich kid school? I would have been like, I don't know, some scholarship program. And like the school fell on Christian. So then I'm like, and then I don't think that this is it, but I'm like, did Carla know that her dad was involved in the construction and like manipulate Christian into falling in love with her? Which I'm like, I don't think so. But Carla is a character that I wouldn't put it past. Carla, Carla is, she is actually in control all the time. Yes. Surprise. (laughs) Like if you think Carla doesn't know what's going on, you're dumb. Not her. (laughs) That's your loss. Like Lou is outwardly vocal. Carla is like a puppet master. She's playing for sure. She's a puppet master. Yeah. 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 Um, But so like you're introduced to guys, you said to the threesome, Mm -hmm. you're introduced to Guzman and Nadia Mm -hmm. and that like kind of almost whatever Samu's family life. Nano gets out of jail. Marina has HIV from Mm -hmm. like a quote unquote poor kid, which is why, they don't. Ander, which the thing that surprised me the most, so so much happens in the pilot. So much. The thing that surprised me the most is that like Ander was like the conduit between the, yes. like, the like new kids yes, at, yes, yes, yes. at the school and also then mm-hmm. the like quote unquote like rich kids yeah. because he became friends with Christian to buy weed from Omar. And right. then of course, then they met up on like the Spanish mm-hmm. version of Grindr and mm-hmm. ran away from each other. But if you would have told me Andrew played like such a big role, I would have like laughed in your face. Cause to yeah, me, I know. he was like the peacekeeper. Andrew's like such a big character with the least amount of lines. Yes. So the fact that he really did like connect so mm-hmm. many dots at the beginning, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. this is a different show than what I, right. What I watched, but well, yeah, like he was, is a chill guy, but as the show progressed, his chillness had to become more about him. Mm-hmm. Like his focus had to like turn inward, not, as much I about think by choice, but like the, if by situation. And at yeah. the beginning, it was just he didn't have as many issues as ever Dennis. Mm. Oh, <laughs> God. His, like, my feeling towards Anders' tennis playing is the same that I felt towards, like, if you've watched Normal People, um, Marianne's popsicle. Like, it's such a small thing that irritated <laughs> me so much. Like, who the fuck cares if this kid wants to play tennis? I know. Well, like, he has so many other issues, and his dad's like, you thing, can still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could be gay, gay as long as you play tennis, and it's like, Pretty what the much. fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, no. Did he come out in the pilot? No, no. That was episode, that episode? seven. Oh. When the mom catches My him rewatch in. was so spastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his mom was like, so we know you're gay. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, they the came out to him. him. Yeah, yeah. They came out to him um, at a family breakfast, which continues to be the biggest myth of TV shows ever. Like, I don't understand why TV writers continue to write family breakfast scenes. Like everybody has so much time in the morning to sit down. Right. When I can't think of one single fucking time in my 18 years, did my family on a school day, all sit, all of us sit down and like have a calm 30 minute breakfast. I mean, we sat down and ate cereal like me and my brothers, but like, it wasn't like a family. 
No, it was for my family. I mean, we were and less rushed. We were less se- like Panicked. seated than y'all were, but it was like I'm eating a pop tart as I'm putting right. mascara on, as yeah, Annabelle yeah, yeah. screaming at me uh-huh. in the car because right, right, right. we're gonna be late to school. Like right. it was never yes. like it was always we're gonna be late down and have a serious something. conversation before oh, school. Hell no, there was no conversations. Yeah, it was everyone needs to be getting their shit together because we're all gonna be late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they also, one thing I will say about Elite, just kind of as like an overarching comment before we move on to kind of the funnier parts of the show, is, so each season is eight episodes, and mm-hmm. I think that they, when you have only eight episodes, and they're only an hour, like right. they're not ridiculously long, no. you kind of have two paths that you can go down, mm-hmm. and it can be like, make the murder, or the disappearance, or the murder again, mm-hmm. as clear and complicated as possible, right? right. So like, there's going to be a lot of red herrings, there's going to be a lot of um, like the watch, like the construction site, like there's a lot of like big Details, problems yeah. or you can go more relationship, right? So mm-hmm. like, um, you know, what's going on ins and outs of people's relationship, but the, the story itself is a mm-hmm. little bit murkier. And right. I think for me, it's sort of just like the framework for like mm-hmm. all the drama. I think that for me, I wished the first time around that we had focused more on the relationships, but rewatching yeah. the pilot, I am so glad that the show focused on like the framework of the murder and mm-hmm. like the class dynamic in Spain yeah. and all of that stuff. Because while it's frustrating that like one episode, a couple saying I love you and the next episode, I can't tell if they're dating the through line of like who killed Marina made so much sense. Right. Yeah. They did what we wish Riverdale would have done. Yes, yes. Like, they spent so much time, and, like, every, there was no, every, every story got wrapped up in a way that didn't feel cheap, or, like, right. like they knew, like, it wasn't like Gossip Girl, but they knew in episode one that Polo was going to be the one that killed Marina, right. and if you it's know that. It's all very that, neat. If you know that, and you see the lengths that Polo goes to, like, impress Carla and do all of this stuff for Carla while also feeling a little bit, like, less than in the friend mm-hmm. group, it makes so much sense. Right. Yeah. But, like, you couldn't... You wouldn't get that nuance if it was... But you don't always was... get, like, a consistent Nadia and Guzman plot. Right, right, right. Which is yeah, okay. I mean, like, there's it's some like, sacrifice. Yeah, you have because there's only eight episodes. Right, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. It's, like, if you only have eight episodes, you can just have, like, some more subtle scenes where Polo is being kind of desperate or mm-hmm. is trying to make Carla happy instead of having to, like, have them their own shitty random subplot where Mm -hmm. like they fight a lot or like their parents get involved or like whatever like they have to have other drama to sustain Mm -hmm. whatever's going on with them whereas if it's only eight episodes you just don't you just don't have to do that yeah there's just like no fluff like every because like I was even thinking I was like I missed the first time I watched it the construction that the school fell like I I missed it and I think it's because I was trying to figure out the so, like, I think I had the description. Like, I was trying to get it in the right language, right? Yeah. Oh, and right, so, right. like, I think I literally just missed, missed it? it. And then I was, like, it didn't seem relevant until, like, mm-hmm. episode, like, six or seven or when the watches, you know, Nano steals the watches yeah. and there's the criminal, like, whatever. That I was, like, oh, this is, the school fell and Omar didn't get chosen to go to the school, but Nadia did. Right, like, yeah. I, so, like, the show is so smart and there's not a wasted sentence. Right, yeah. No, it's all really, really, really strong writing mm-hmm. um, for all of the characters. And they do a little bit of a little bit of the way Friends, I think, is written as far as the characters where the lines are not interchangeable. No. Like, a Nadia line is a Nadia line. A Lou line is a Lou line. Like, they, 
they say the things that are in character for them, which is And they stay helpful. in character. Like, yes. they grow. And, like, I think I, I've always described it as Gossip Girl, and I do think it has a lot of Gossip Girl elements, but I do think, mm-hmm. like, the it does have a lot of One Tree Hill elements, too. Like, it really took, like, American soap television. Because, yeah. like, the bet that – so that was my turning point scene was the bet with Nadia in – um, oh my God. Nadia and Guzman, where yeah. Guzman's like, I'm going to seduce her. Yeah. And Lou's like, yeah, you're going to. I'm like, oh, that's like how One Tree Hill start. It, they, mm-hmm. And then that, right. of course, yeah, like develops back. into yeah. a, a relationship. relationship. Totally, so totally I think, backfires. Yeah, 100%. And it backfires every, that's like my favorite trope. Yeah, yeah. Um, it never works. Okay. So let's move out of the pilot. That's okay. all, like, literally so much happens at the pilot. I know. It was jam-packed. Um, so what are some of your best kind of bits or jokes? Well, I realized in hindsight that um, there's a couple bits that I enjoyed. However, actual jokes, every actual joke is an insult. Like that's Mm -hmm. where the jokes are in this show. So I kind of had a hard time narrowing that down um, because it was like, it required the whole setup. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's Mm -hmm. not like a single it wasn't like one liners. It was like, you had to have the whole setup. So I didn't, I didn't take too many, but I, so I did one actual, I guess you can call it a joke. Again, it's an insult from the first episode of season two where we're meeting Rebecca. Love love her. What side note on Rebecca. What a fantastic ad. Mm -hmm. Like she was, it, and after she came on the show, I was like, why the fuck didn't we have her before? Like, cause she and Valerio both are the link, actual human links between the rich kids and the poor kids mm-hmm. because of how chill they are. They filled what Ander then was not able to do right. in season two because like he had his own shit going on. Well, and both of them, I think, see money as temporary and yes. like it can be taken from you and it can be mm-hmm. gained. Yeah. Whereas... Lou and Guzman and Carla it's like institutional they and like I mean Andrew's poor he like talks about that at the beginning but like they see money as like we'll always have it right. and then Samu I call him Samu because that's that's I, what they, they call, call him. him but Samuel yeah and Nano Samuel. and not I think they don't ever they don't even see themselves being able to achieve that wealth like right. even Christian like no manipulates his way through the system right and right, right, right yeah but I agree I think Rebecca and Valerio were such, such great additions yes. to season two. And, and so needed for what yes, you're saying. So needed. I had like mixed feelings about Rebecca's, how they set up her to like lust after Samu because at first I was on board. And then when he was like getting in deep with Carla, I was like, oh no. Like, this is just going to be sad for Rebecca. It's never, we're, because I could tell, I mean, we know all these shows that are created by streaming shows know that they're going to go to stream. They know that it's possible there's going to be a cult following. They know that, especially at this point, season two. So they know. So they, I'm assuming the writers knew that writing Samuel and Carla in as this like they had, impossible yeah. couple, just like the drama of that is going to be more user not user friendly but like audience desired than it's like a more bingeable romance yes it's like a it's yeah it's what we are here for right yeah Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing not like Rebecca and Samu who like have an actual genuine friendship and do actually get along it's like boring though you know yeah I I think they spent all of that 
story on like Nadia and Guzman, right? Like they yes. gave them the like slow burn off uh-huh. on all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then they just had like Carlos sleep with everybody. Yep. And I think that Rebecca and Samu could have been really good in yes. season three, mm-hmm. whenever they were like dating yeah. ish, but he never, he was never in he it. He was never into her, which no. was so sad, which so I actually, sad. she's great. That relationship became probably my personal favorite B plot, which I can't wait till we talk okay, about, okay. but sorry. We'll get there. You're talking we'll about, we'll no, get no. back to jokes. Okay. okay. Yeah. So your B plot. Season two, episode one, Lou says they're meeting, they haven't, they're not meeting for the first time, but they are, this is the first episode. So they have met recently mm-hmm. and Lou says to Rebecca, I've met people just like you buy mansions, wear 24 carat earrings and have blacked out cars, drop them off at school. And always the source is shady business. And Rebecca says, well, maybe your boyfriend's family shouldn't have gotten into shady business or else they wouldn't have had to sell it to us. <laughs> That's right, because they bought Guzman's yes, house. Which is so twisted yeah. and genius also for the show. I think like, so. Do you think they just had like signed a two-year lease on that mansion? Beautiful. <laughs> like, so I British. think my favorite um, part about their mean interactions is that it doesn't make either character unlikable. Right. Like, they just, like, fit into this, like, stereotype right. of, like, a like, bitchy, whatever. The the return fire is somehow exactly equal to yes, the original shot fire. I don't feel bad for eating. They don't some, double down. And I don't right? even feel bad, like, when Lou and Nadia would fight. Like, Nadia's, like, yeah. Muslim and very respect and, like, has very strong religious beliefs. And Lou is, like, a bitch. But, like, when they fight, somehow Nadia manages to, like, either yeah. make her not like make her feel bad, like not judgment wise, but like kind of throw the insult and like flip it around mm-hmm. and be like, this is your insecurity and kind of right. project it back she on her a, in a different way. She's very good at fighting. Mm-hmm. Like Nadia's like a very good at fighting. Yes. But she's not like her, but the, it's like her delivery more than her words. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know for sure. And then um, one of the most enjoyable parts about, that makes me laugh the most about Elite is like the fandom and BuzzFeed has some writers that actually are big fans of the show. And, Pretty much for every season, you can find, like, a listicle with (laughs) funny tweets. Um, And so I would just – we'll link them in the show notes. But they are – if you've seen the show, they are very funny every time. Um, They little – like, have memes for them. And and it's mostly, like, your – like, the viewer's reaction to something that's going on in the scene so they don't, like – come across very well in a mm-hmm. podcast but mm-hmm. um like one of them was the i have feeling bitch which that's like what i was gonna say that's amazing. my favorite uh, i know amazing. it's a part of a b-plot but when lou yeah, is getting yeah. um, interrogated in interrogated season for season three because yeah. it also plays into something that i love about lou where she's really the only character that will like randomly speak in english she's the only one and she always speaks in english to be like bye bitch or like yeah, 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 yeah. like it's never a, a conversation it's no. always like an end yeah, like yeah. a, it's like the closure of the yeah. statement, but her saying to the inspector who's like questioning her for murder <laughs> and she did murder Polo. Like, did, let's not forget that she, <laughs> the inspector was rightfully uh-huh. interrogating her for murder. Uh-huh. She's like, you seem really shaken up. And she like does this whole speech mm-hmm. about how like she has, she's emotional. And if she's crying, it's because her friends have gone mm-hmm. through all of this. All right. And this then she looks again. at her and in English says, <laughs> I have feelings, <laughs> bitch. Because oh god it's gold like it's brilliant yeah so that was one of that was one because i feel like it's a joke and a b plot yeah 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 yeah, yeah. because the b plot's way bigger well the b plot is the whole thing but yeah that was players so okay so then this is just like stuff that i think is a a running gag that the show does first of all that random slab of concrete that they hang out on 
Oh yeah, like yeah. Over the lake. Yeah. What is that? Not the one on the school. The other one, like where nope. they buy the drugs. Yeah, yeah. Not the bridge. Like the place where they buy the drugs or and, they like, throw meet the murder up for grinder. Yeah. The um, Guzman like almost jumps off of it mm-hmm. at one point. Like mm-hmm. it's just like what is it? It's just this like random concrete thing. I just laugh every time it's on screen. I'm like the fuck. Um, Samu's mom being terrible and mostly absent. Um, add her to the list of terrible moms on TV. I thought of her yesterday whenever I was watching the one where, so in season two, if you haven't watched it and you're just listening, Samu Even goes. Even we told you not to. Yeah, Samu goes missing in season two. In each episode's like, you know, a countdown. And it reminded me of Riverdale where Jughead mm, dies yeah. and then yep, you find yeah, out. And what made me laugh is there was not one part in Samu or Guzman that thought like, we should let my mom know I'm not actually missing. Yeah, no. Like she, I would have killed my son if he came back right. after being fake dead. Yeah, well, at like, one point, literally. But, like, they didn't even think to tell her. Like, no. they even knew she was at, a bad parent. At one point, both of her sons are missing. Yes. Nano and Samu were missing. Completely separately. Yeah, she's a terrible. What like, the fuck? Like, I, I liked Pilar, but, like, she's not exactly the most, like, attentive. Like, the school had to call her and be like, did Samu sleep yeah. at your house last night? Yes. And she was like, no. And then she, she had. Right, then like, she opens the door and is like, weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Then, um, in... Oh, I wrote season three. Okay, I, earlier I think I said the Halloween costume episode was in two. It's in three. That's, okay, that's what yeah, I yeah. thought, but... Or at least I wrote this here that it's in three. I think it's in Anders' episode. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, so he had cancer at that Polo point. Polo and Katiana show up <gasps> to Rebe's Halloween party in season three as post-assassination JFK and Jaguio, which is the funniest... Like, of all things, they show up covered in blood. Also... His head wound from where JFK yep. got shot is the exact same head yep. wound that Marina got when he hit her over the head. Because, yep. spoiler alert, Polo was the murderer in season one. Right. Like, did Because they, he hit Marina in the head. Did I'm they like, not feel the parallel Well, there? I feel like they did it. Because I think at that point, Polo well, was... Well, by they, I mean, like, they... Not the writers, like, the characters. Like, the characters. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was yeah. like, I think the writers were, like... Obviously, the writers know. No character in the history of television has ever acted more guilty than Polo. No. Ever. That man was a walking Eeyore for two years. I know, right? Well, although it did really... Because I watched, rewatched like what felt like so many scenes of Guzman confronting or like inadvertently mm-hmm. confronting um, Polo and Ander, and clearly they were guilty. Like clearly yeah. they were like the pauses, Ander's like tortured looks. But then I was like, okay, you know, we really like as humans really only take things that we want to see. Right. And you I know th- what I mean? Like I it's agree. selective. And at that point, Guzman has time. lost his sister, his dad, his parents have separated or divorced. He's lost Lou. Nadia can't date him. So I think he probably didn't want to, a lot going on. he didn't want to believe yeah. Samu. Cause like, I think to him, it, it made, I think by the end of it, obviously he texts Samu and it's like, I believe you. Yeah, so, yeah. um, but right. But like it like would be over hard to over lose over everyone yeah, yeah, and then yeah. just be holding on to this friendship between Ander and Polo. It'd be terrible. So, uh, speaking of Polo, the fake Polo Twitter accounts. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> also, wasn't it? Who, oh, Sammy was behind it? No, it was um, Katiana. Katiana was, I thought. Okay. Well, okay. Katiana was behind. Sa- Samu and Rebe might have done the original ones and then they got in trouble. So they shut it down. And then and Katiana, Katiana did the second round that got him, him at, kicked out of school. Yeah, yeah. yeah or to keep college, him at something. Yeah. Keep him so, um, then Polo's mom's being identical. Like they yeah. cast, <laughs> they cast 
sisters i mean i don't know you texted me before i watched They're season the three and you were like i will give you money if you can tell apart <laughs> polo swaps <laughs> Like they're they're identical, um, and then in the finale, which I've, I guess several of these things are from the finale, but uh, season three, uh, the Bill Gates of Los Incon. Oh man, how do we say that school name? Encinas, 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 the school. <laughs> the Bill Gates of Los Encinas putting Carla in charge of her family winery. Oh yes, what was his name? You, uh, um, Yusuf. No, the Yuri. Yuri. Yeah, Yusuf is Nadia and yeah. Omar's dad. So that was funny alone. Like, mm-hmm. Yuri being like, okay, actually, like, I'll I'll fund your winery, but Carla is your 17-year-old daughter is going to be put in charge. And then Carla's like, okay, well, I'm going to go study abroad for it, so I'm actually going to put Valerio in charge. Last person I would put in charge of a winery. Hilarious. I love Valerio, but I would which not put in charge Which also sets us up for the last joke I have, which is them telling like the dad the dad and the dad is like wigging out and valerio says i don't know what you've, what you've heard about me but the reality is much worse <laughs> <laughs> oh so great loved that so that's all my jokes <laughs> do you have any <laughs> yeah so i had the i have feelings bitch was one of mine so and then i just think it's so funny that the same inspector kept coming back to who's horrible she's so bad at her job she's the world's worst inspector yeah i really thought especially after samu played the shit out of her in season two she wouldn't be back to investigate polo's murder you would think. also since she didn't arrest polo like they arrested polo for the murder and then he let got out go. of jail yep. so i really didn't think i thought it would be like a conflict of interest although let me tell you i love that all of these kids dragged the shit out of her in season mm-hmm. three like repeatedly they're like this is all your fault yeah like, like 100 percent. well when andrew's like <laughs> crying and he's like yeah. none of this would have happened if you would have yeah. arrested the murderer and i would say if i was her you knew who the murderer was and yeah. didn't tell me like <laughs> I mean, you had yeah. the confession andrew i really wish you would have given me a quick call um but <laughs> yeah so she just popping up every season makes me laugh so hard oh my god she's so bad at her um job. and then this is just kind of like a really broad thing that makes me laugh Polo and Katiana's relationship. Oh my God, it's so weird. He's a murderer. Yep. She's a con woman. Yep. You would think. They know this about each other too. They know, yeah. Never unaware. You would think that they would be like a kind of a annoying, like a power couple yeah. type of thing. Yeah, right. They could be if they weren't so fucking annoying. Right. They're the, everyone hates them. The, I hate them. That's the, thing. the friends hate them. Yes, like everyone internally, hates them. Internally, like in the show, the I other think characters they, hate them. Like Polo hates her, like the whole yeah. thing. And so I. What a mess. And if you even remember like when, so Katia gets kicked out of school after her conning ways become mm-hmm. exposed and um polo like doesn't want to lose his one ally and so yep. he goes and gives them money <laughs> and and katiana's like what are you doing like why are you doing this and <laughs> he's like oh like my moms are on the pta board and like mm-hmm. or the pa the parents association yeah. and they're clients of the school so like you're still in and then he gives them money and they were like and they love giving to charity and yeah. i was like you just called your girlfriend charity mm-hmm. like yep. and she took it yep 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 so their relationship just as a whole, especially in so season weird. two and season three, it was, I talk about it a little bit in my heartbreak stuff. Like Polo was so depressed and detached and not like it was, it was honestly kind of sad in season three, but their relationship to me in season two was just so funny. Like anytime they did anything, I was yeah. like, y'all are dating out of convenience because everybody else hates you, Yep, which Pretty made much. me laugh. Yep. So speaking of, I kind of just alluded to the heartbreak scene. Okay. Um, I think this show. I mean, you can talk about yours first. If do you, you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. I have a few. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to start out with when Omar is trying to, when his parents are trying to arrange marriage him. Yep. So Omar and Nadia are both 
extreme, like they're extremely religious and Muslim. Okay, and s- not to derail you, but for one second, can we talk about how bizarre it is that Omar never goes to school? Like they never address yeah. it. Yeah, and he just works at the bar. I can't tell how much older he is. I oh, can't he's tell He's Samwell's best anything. friend. And he's he signed is? up to go to school at the end of season three, so he's not older than them. Right, it makes no sense. I think in I think in Spain you don't have to go to school after you're 16. Oh, so maybe he was working and so maybe well, he was 16. But like him and Nadia, well, but I, don't, I mean they're very vague about the ages. Well, they they allude to him like going to school and like not never being goes to school and not being good at it. So I guess when we see, you know, our kids at, uh-huh. at the elite school, he's just at the like. Because only three kids got the scholarships and everybody else, like, I think went to, like, a different well, school. at one point, though, like, when he just moved in with Ander, like, he was, like, cleaning. Ander comes home and he's, like, cleaning the house. And Ander's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? He's like, I feel bad. Like, I'm bored. Like, I have nothing else to do. And your parents are, like, putting me up. And you're like. Why aren't you why in school? Why aren't you in school? Yeah, I don't know. I never really thought about it. But I do know starting season four. Yeah, he's going to be He's going to be in it. We'll get there. Um, okay, so the family is trying to, like, set up his arranged marriage. And he goes and he talks to Nadia and yep. he says, um, I can't breathe anymore. Cause mm-hmm. he's, uh, we know like the audience knows and Nadia knows that he's gay, but like, obviously his parents don't. So like the way his delivery of that line was so heartbreaking. And yeah. then Nadia gives him a letter from Ander and he like goes over and like yeah. kind of has, um, has a makeup with Ander and they, you know, Ander says, I love, or yeah, Ander says, I love you at, after that point. But any, any moment between, his Omar's parents and Omar mm-hmm. breaks my heart. Cause you can tell they love him so much, but right. because of their beliefs, they cannot agree with the way he is like, right. they can't a- agree yeah. with his, I don't even want to say lifestyle because it's just who he is. Who he is. And well, it's so like, also like a lot of fear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's just so heartbreaking that they, you can tell they love him. Right. It's like a slow moving train wreck. And it's, it's just so fucking heartbreaking. Right. So that's one of them. And then another one with the same family. So in season two, whew, this is a dark one. Um, Valeria records Nadia and Guzman having sex, and then Lou uh, sends it around. And Nadia tells her parents. Not Lou's best moment. No. Nadia tells her parents, like, she's done something that she regrets, and it's yeah. not like that. And Nadia's parents don't ask her to hear nope. it. They give her a hug, and they basically, like, they I don't think even ask. They don't even ask. They're like, and, like, well, that's not our daughter in that video. Mm-hmm. If, it, if we see it, we'll delete it. And it was, like, like, heartbreaking wow. to see her break down. Yep. And then for two parents that were used to seeing, not treat Omar poorly, but, like, not being like, able to, to do that with Omar, yeah. to see that they've, like, already lost two kids, yep. and they don't want to lose Nadia was mm-hmm. so heartbreaking and also kind of, like, hopeful for yeah. a relationship maybe down the line for Omar yeah. and his parents. So that yeah, was another one. Yeah. Okay, then in season two, Mm -hmm. when Ander finally breaks down and tells Omar that Polo killed Marina, and Omar and Ander's been scared and being a dick all season to him Mm -hmm. because he, like, doesn't know how to process the fact that his best friend killed his best friend's sister, and he, and Omar's reaction is so loving, and he just says, like, you were put in an uncomfortable, like, you were put in an impossible Mm -hmm. situation, you did what you thought was right, broke my, I was, like, crying for Ander. I know. Um... And then, okay, this is kind of weird ones. So in season two, one of the weirdest things that I would say if you're not a, like I said, this show isn't for everyone, I guess. Valerio and Lou are Mm step-siblings who have half. 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 (laughs) They have the same dad. Yes. They have the same dad, and they also um, have a romantic relationship. There's a video where... um 
like a re- like a recap video that recaps all the relationships mm-hmm. in in seasons one and two. And every time he brings up or the guy who's hosting the little YouTube video, which I'll put we'll put a link in the notes. Uh, whenever he's like, well, since Valerio is still in love with his sister, and then there's a clip <laughs> of of Valerio saying half sister, <laughs> like like he uses a different one every time because he says it like three or four times. So funny, as if as if it makes it better. It does, yeah. Because they're always like, well, we'll lose your sister. He's like half sister, and you're like, you still can't fuck her. Like, yeah, it's still <laughs> you're incest. Still genetic, it's still right, right. Still the incest. Only reason why, like, I <laughs> is, I was like, it's acting. <laughs> I kept I telling myself that that right. it was acting. Um, but so their <laughs> love story was always weird and whatever. But yeah. so after Lou sends around this video, Valerio mm-hmm. feels extreme guilt because Valerio and Nadia were friends yeah. and he had only used the video as blackmail to get Lou to For date Lou. him, right, right. which backfired. And he felt guilty. You could see it yeah, on his yeah. face when he told Nadia, like mm-hmm. he admitted to Nadia that he recorded the video right. and lost that friendship. Which actually is interesting because I also noticed that because it really shows the difference between Valerio's conscience and like Anders mm-hmm. because Valerio like couldn't sit on it for like 10 seconds. Like as soon no, as he, the, he said it like the day the video came out. Right. Like as soon as Nadia was like, and in fact, Nadia was like, you're the only one that's not laughing at me. Like basically thank you. And like was walk, had walked away. away. Uh-huh. And then Valerio was like, I can't handle it. And it was just like, I sent the video and you're like, you are willing to admit things on a speed that is light years away from two of the other boobs yeah. in this show. <laughs> <laughs> but so that kind of, that video release, whatever, was the true downfall of their yeah. relationship. I was sad that it ruined their friendship. Well, I was Yes, it ruined their friendship, but I think they were able to rebuild it a little bit. But um, then... So then there's a thing that will happen that I'll talk about later that I don't even want to allude to because it's so fucking wild. But after Lou and Valerio are talking and he basically says that he doesn't love her anymore. Yeah. In the scene itself, it's gross because they're half siblings, but like if, it's so beautifully acted and you can like see the heartbreak mm-hmm. in her being like, well, if you yeah. don't love me, what am I? And he's yeah. like, my sister, Just like my that's sister. it. Like I can't yeah. do this with you anymore. Yeah. So that one. And then my very, very last one is... I cried when Nadia's leaving for New York, New York yeah, and Guzman calls the, and the says voice messages they do. Yeah. If like, I'll be waiting for you when you get back from New York. Yeah. And it's just like the character development for Guzman mm-hmm. and how he went from being like such a dick who made a, it's like very Nathan and Haley. Like I was so on board yeah. for it. So yeah, those are, those Guzman are mine. was like ragey Guzman mm-hmm. for like, in basically two full seasons, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I got bored of and because he's a dick in season one, but like has some moments with Nadia. Okay. But then the entire part of season two, he's just angry. I will say, so there's angry at everybody. Alluding to, you talked about the Buzzfeed list earlier. So I was looking at one and it was like, it was like a side by side of Gordon Ramsay, like screaming at someone being like, are you an idiot sandwich? Uh-huh. And then there's another side by side where it's like <laughs> him talking to a kid being like, how can we make this better? Like yeah, what can we do? Yeah. And it was like the, idiot sandwich was like Guzman to anyone and then it was like Guzman to Nadia Nadia. like so sweet but okay so so what are what are some of your heartbreaks okay well I didn't do like a specific scene although I agree with all the ones you said which actually fold into mine so perfect perfect um uh Omar just as a character Omar as a character until he starts working at the club Mm -hmm. in season two because that like 
gave him somewhere to be since, you know, he wasn't at school and like gave him a purpose. Also, he's good at working at the club. Like him being a bartender seems like a good fit personality wise. Right. That was such a smart B plot to get him more in the story. Right. Exactly. And then Ander starting at the beginning of season two. (laughs) Um, There is a Venn diagram. It does overlap. Like they are both sad at the same time, but Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty small because Omar starts working at the club pretty soon. Um, And Ander here, there's like two, one or two episodes of Omar working at the club before Ander finds out that um, Polo killed Marina. But Ander, the like rest of like season two and three, Ander's just like a big bummer. Like, Mr. Eeyore, like, he is a cloudy rainstorm for the rest of the show mm-hmm. um, between the anxiety of having to keep this secret and then getting leukemia. Um, although he is also sad in season one because he's sad his boyfriend won't be with him. Right, and he, like, has um, to play tennis. And then he has to play tennis, although his dad, probably the first heartbreak scene of the show for me actually was when well I don't know one that comes to mind at least is when Ander's parents like we mentioned came out to (laughs) Ander and was like we know you're gay Mm -hmm. and his dad was like it's fine you can be the first openly gay tennis player yeah like it's not soccer yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he's like it's not like soccer and you're like and uh, Ander says I can fuck guys as long as I can still be a champion and you're like oh like this is sad for you yeah that was really sad I think it's an issue we also didn't talk about how just fucking sad Samu's life is, but I mean, it's just sad. That's just like how his whole character is. It's like dark and stormy. Like, yeah. Like he went angsty. missing and his mom didn't notice. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh, the mom is the worst. Even though this is yet another show, add it to the list with like normal people and Peaky Blinders. That makes smoking look cool because let me tell you, between Rebe and her like tiny, like hand rolled cigarettes and. Um. Uh, oh wait, not Narco. What's her brother's name? Nano. Nano. And the way Nano smokes, you're like, man, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can be convinced. Right. <laughs> it just they just look like such badasses. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So anyway, just the two of between Omar and Ander, like they really carry the bulk of like the general sadness. Yeah. Yeah. They put it a lot on them. Yeah. They put. They really do. Um. Although of course, like all the characters do have their moments. Um. They just don't have as many fun moments. No, they have almost no fun moments. In fact, and I what I also found really sad was in the Halloween episode, which is season three, episode five. Mm-hmm. Nope, 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 nope. That's not right. At the Halloween party? What I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to talk about how fucking rude Ander is to Omar when Omar's dressed up in Rocky Horror Picture. <sighs> yes, that is what I was going to oh, talk about. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. sad. Like, Man, what are we talking about? Okay, yes, 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 yes. Because I, I also had a thought about Carla. So I was like, I don't remember that Carla really having much to do with that episode. So, um, okay, yes. Um, Ander, like, wholesale refusing to play along with... Um, Omar's Omar's Rocky Horror Picture Show costume like that was so rude and so hurtful in like a relate like an actual like relationship way like friendship way even like mm-hmm. if you're into something you your friend or your partner or whatever should at least entertain it right like mm-hmm. that's what supporting someone is right, right. well and like it- he didn't have to love it but he was like you know what you seem really excited about this so like sure well, and like, would it have killed him? Uh, Omar went through a lot and stuck 
by Anders' side a lot in so season much. two. And I'm not going to say Omar's not a perfect boyfriend by any means. He had a really rough season three. Mm-hmm. But um, it was frustrating that, like, Ander didn't seem to, like, repay any of the times that Omar oh. just kind of, like, stood by his side. And he was, like, so painfully outwardly. Disgu- yeah, like, kind of disgusted like with the he idea. Was so yeah. embarrassed. Like, yeah. so embarrassed, which, like. Come on, man. You're with your high school friends. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, these aren't even his. Fr- I mean, mm-hmm. like, Samu, I guess some of them are some crossover. But, like, whatever. So, yeah, that was really sad. And then Carla's, like, entire season three. Which <sighs> what was a bummer. really hard. I know, because Carla is actually high-key, like we mentioned, the puppet master. Right. So, Carla was my favorite character up until season three. And then well, I had to reevaluate everything. Yeah, because... They basically drug her the whole season. And I appreciate that the show creators, writers, whoever decided to, like, change the format instead of it being, like, I mean, there wasn't really a format, I guess, season one other than, like. Who killed. Jumping to the murder, back and forth between the future and the past or present, really, Mm -hmm. um, of the murder. And then season two, they did it by, like, time. Although they jumped around with that, which made it kind of confusing. And then. Season three was similar season to season three, one, except they had the character it specific, was character episode. specific, specific episodes, which I actually did not like because that meant that some of our characters, like Carla, who was the very first episode of the season, okay, she had her episode, and then we didn't mm-hmm. hear from her. Again, then she was basically. just like a random. She wasn't even a yes, B plot. She was like no. a C or side plot for right. the rest of the series she was just sort of a character i mean did she even have any like it was like she dated the guy and then also like sammy would just be like staring at her across the club right like yeah that was, like those were that her was the thing. it was like her character then the rest of the show and was like just doing like drugs in in reflections of the other characters like the way that the other characters interacted with her mm-hmm. that was the only time she was getting free time well and and they did something that i i think that made that possible in having her testify against polo and then yeah. say he didn't do it so then that she was, was kind insane. of on the outs with guzman and she was kind of on the outs with everybody yeah. but what? she wasn't in with polo right like it wasn't like no. she was defending polo That's she was defending thing. her family and her family's wealth and so then she cut out everybody who knew polo did it right and also polo so then she was really kind of left on a little island alone and so i get why it happened and i agree if they hadn't done such character specific episodes we might have gotten more yeah. Of her. Because, like, mean, I would have loved to have seen her with, like, Rebecca. Like, yeah. that could have been a fun pair. Or, like, even, like, Carla and Omar. Like, we didn't really get to see Carla interact with the same amount of characters as everybody right. else. No, she basically only interacted with her dad and, like, Yure. Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes Samu. But we didn't even get anything. No. Which was so annoying. So rude of them. I um, loved them in season two. So, yeah. So, that's about it. Um, so, your turning point scene. You kind of touched on it yeah. in the intro. Um. Yeah, my turning point scene was for for the show um, was was the exhibitionist <laughs> threesome mm-hmm. thing. I was mm-hmm. like, well, all right, mm-hmm. this show is going to be twisted. I'm in, and right. then of course the murder at the end. But mine was um, when so I kind of alluded to it earlier too. So Nadia and Guzman are dating when the show starts. Or sorry, Guzman and Lou are dating mm-hmm. when the show starts, and Lou doesn't like Nadia and like thinks she needs to be like taken down a few levels because she thinks she's better than everybody else, which mm-hmm. is funny, like something that Lou just projected on Nadia. Right. And so they make this bet and Guzman's kind of like, meh, like not really into it the first yeah. time that, that Lou brings it up. Then at the party, this is my scene that like changed the show and I was like, fuck, I'm in. Um, 
at the party, uh, Samu's, you find out that Samu and Nano like tagged Guzman's house, right. which was like was such a random house. thing. And he's like, we're going to call the cops and get you kicked out of school. Like right. we're going to get kicked out of school. And Nadia comes back in and is like, you're not going to get Samu kicked out because I saw you and right. Lou having sex in school. In and that's against the, the, cause she read the handbook. So she's awesome. like, I know that that will get y'all kicked out of school. So if you want to get right. Samu kicked out of school, then you also have to be kicked out of school in goose. So, and you're kind of like, are they flirting? Like the conversation, right. I'm like, is this yeah, banter? Yeah, yeah. Cause it's just the two of them. And he says, teach me how to look at you. I'll promise I'll be a fast learner. And I was like, Oh wow. my gosh, do they? And then I was like trying to remember, I was like, do they start dating this early? <laughs> no, they no. don't. And he, then he walks away and he's like, that girl needs to be taken down a few pegs. Mm-hmm. But I believed that chemistry yeah. so quickly that I was like, well, I am watching the show right. one. Cause it's good. And right. everything else we've talked about so far, but that's whenever I was like sold. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's talk about, kind of probably I, I'm assuming the bulk of our conversation the best and worst B plots and also I think you and I both um inadvertently did um we did best worst and then what the fuck yeah I um actually maybe you should go first because I think your list is shorter mm, okay. I have a long list this time I'm oh shit okay um oh damn okay so actually can I just start with my ships yeah, yeah, yeah. That Your might ships. be easier. So, okay. So, um, my ideal setup for, like, if in a hypothetical, like, if you could extra cr- semester, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, right. like, all the characters are going to stay, would be Guzman and Nadia, mm-hmm. Omar and Ander, mm-hmm. Carla and Samu, and then Lou on her own because she's a bad bitch. <laughs> or, honestly, with Rebecca because they would be such a power couple. Like, completely agree. They would rule everyone. Like I would trust. Such a random throwaway line that we really got no follow up on was when <laughs> Rebecca was like, "I think I might also like girls because of Carla." She and said that. Yeah, I think she said it to Ander when because she was the first one oh, that Ander okay, told yeah, about actually, his cancer. This, yeah. And Ander's like, "Yeah, yes, everyone's he's well, he's like maybe, but, yeah, but also everyone's attracted to yeah, Carla." Yeah, yeah. Which I was like. <laughs> That's so true. Like, that's right, so true. Right, Everyone, girl. it's... Carla's, like, hooked up with more people magnet. on this show than anyone I know, else. I know, um, Or maybe so, Polo did, actually. Um, and my worst is just Carla's B-plot in season three. Or that was F, on my list, F too. plot whatever you want to call it. Like, kind mm-hmm. of half trying to save her family's business and her dad using her as a pawn and her having to date this guy that she doesn't like but who clearly loves her. And, like, just the whole thing. And her whole... Um, because it was Molly that she was taking, right? I think so. I'm not a... Her, like, Molly addiction, like, whatever. Um, including, like, almost drowning in the pool. Like, it just... Was she was really a bummer. Sad. Well, and I said bummer. my only worst, because we've talked about a lot of them, but my only worst B-plot was Carla's dad being, like, a little too Hiram Lodge in season three. Yeah, he Like, really... he was a little bit too, like, puppeteer, which was annoying because um, we didn't need him. No. We didn't need him. We really so. didn't. So the rest or sort of like best wow moments, I guess okay. is how I thought of it as. Do you want me to do my just regular best and then we yeah. can compare our, yeah. you know, WTF. So obviously I love the bet between Guzman to win over Nadia. Uh, Guzman telling Nadia's dad that he would stay away from her if she could stay in school. Loved that random mm-hmm. little B plot. Um, the love triangle between Nano 
Marina, and Samu. I am not usually uh, in for a love triangle with brothers. Like, I've watched mm-hmm. One Tree Hill. Like, I don't need to do right. it again. But what I think was great about it is they all had chemistry. Like, I believed anytime she was in a scene with Nano, they would hook up. Yeah. Which, fun fact, they're dating in real life. Yep, yep. Or she was in a scene with Samu. Like, I never actually knew who she liked more if she was playing both yeah. of them. Like, the, that was just really well executed. Yeah, and it wasn't, and I think because it was only in season one, it wasn't overdone. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Um, Nadia in season two when Guzman's doing all of the drinking and the drugs and everything, her, mm-hmm. like, matching him and him not letting her. And, like, <laughs> that, like, her using her power over him for good. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Which I think probably. is, like, a common theme in season two. Right, is, like, manipulation is... Manipulation All the for girls the in this show use what they so have. So good at manipulating. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lou and Omar's friendship. Just that was a great yep. thing. Um, the I mean, I guess it was a whole episode, but I want to say that it's a subplot. But the the party that Lou threw where the men had to yes. like with a yeah. role reversal party. That was in her episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was just such a great party. And like mm-hmm. I've never seen that. Yeah, I know. So was, I really Anna's enjoyed like it. Genius. Um, anytime Carla and Samuel ate mac and cheese. Okay. How did they make a cheap meal? So romantic. I, I know. don't know. In the, out of little Tupperwares. Oh, oh loved it so much. So Cause cute. I was, yeah. And then, uh, Rebecca, Rebe and Nadia's friendship. I think it really yes. helped humanize Nadia in a way that like, I don't know if she was necessarily always on a pedestal herself or if they put her on one, but like her being she friends, any girlfriends. Yeah. Her being friends with Rebecca and Samu like really kind of helped her. And like, I have it, which we can't play the clip because again, it would just be silence. But when she's at the club and, and Guzman's there mm-hmm. and Rebe like goes to the bathroom with her yeah. and they like kind of like uh, get her hair yes. and she cuts her hair short and like super curly yeah. and she like walks in without her hijab and like mm-hmm. Guzman like literally stops everything I mean, he's doing. It's like and a it's full like us watching him watch her just like die 20 seconds. Yeah. yeah and so that the and then scene. mixed with I think just like how Rebecca was able to be happy for Nadia. Like yeah. she obviously was never interested in Guzman. So that was like a nice. Yes. It was a good asterisk, neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, she was just a supportive girlfriend, which yes. we hadn't seen between right. Marina, Carla and Lou in the first season. There was always some sort of underlying yeah. manipulation or boy drama or right. something. So they were just like good girlfriends. Yes. No questions, which right. I really enjoyed. So the truly wild is what I have. You have the wow moments. Yeah. What are so some of yours? I, mine are, I think, Mine are loosely in order, although some of these, I, because I, you know, the only downfall of this show is that you have to read the subtitles. So I was not able to rewatch the whole thing. So some of it is sort of just me remembering mm-hmm. that this happened in the correct season. But so I'm curious season, as to how many crossover we're going to have. I know. Season one, episode eight, finding out Polo was one that murdered Marina. Shocking. Like, shock. And honestly, that all three of those boys were in that pool at one point. Mm-hmm. Like in the pool house, but yeah, Polo's rage moment. I was like, wow. Which there's a lot of unchecked rage, male rage in this show. <laughs> yes. Well, and also I think the fact that Polo, by if you were to write it out, was the least likely to be connected to Marina, right. but does actually have the most motive. Most motive for sure. Also, which was just smart. Like the writers are just so good right, at right. their jobs. Also, I just as a side note hated polo and his stupid fucking suspenders i hate I, and him wearing them though was just like a personality like yes like that made sense yeah for him yeah um same with the fact that samu's shirts never tucked in like it all just perfectly makes sense so then in 
Season two, when Guzman tied up and drugged. That's on my list. Ding, ding, ding. We have one crossover. Oh, my God. Like, it went from zero to 100 real quick. Like, you're like, the scene starts, and you're like, I'm not really sure what's going on here. Like, And he drugs him. Drugs him. Straps him to a chair. Like, it's torture. Well, and also up until that point, the audience didn't really know how much Guzman believed believed that Polo could be. So that was like... We were just as shocked as Polo, if I remember correctly. And then also in season two, just finding out that Katiana's (laughs) the daughter of the janitor. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Also season two, um, when Polo and Ander hooked up. Got that one on my list, too. While Guzman was in the room. In the room? Was he in bed with them? Yeah. I was, I mean, I'm screaming now. I was screaming. I was like, no, 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 what? There were so many scenes that happened like that where I was like, maybe I shouldn't have recommended the show to like X person. Because I mean, it it gets hot and heavy on this show. And then I think Guzman's reaction whenever he found out that they were both gay, he like didn't care at all. But also was like so confused that they did it while he was in the room. Yeah, he was like, could you guys like not do that next time? He's like, can we have a sleepover where y'all don't? Don't hook up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I would have just like changed the sheets. Like, yeah, like definitely uh, a what. The, but that was a moment where I was like, what is this show? Yeah, that was honestly Polo's like sexuality the whole time. Like, was just fodder for plot drama, which I appreciate. It was, yeah, it was so fluid, so fluid, so like just. He right just loved coming. loves the threesome. threesomes. Yeah, loves the three like any teen, like any normal seventeen year, sixteen year old. Mm-hmm. Um, then which like when in season three, Valerio, uh, Polo, and Katiana, <laughs> their threesome. Like I think somehow Valerio made them both more likable, which yes. I don't know how that's possible because well, like because he was likable, he was so likable. But um, I would have thought it was sad if I liked any of these characters more when. Right when Valerio was like, I need to like leave this relationship. Cause y'all mm-hmm. have like an actual relationship. And what am I to right, you? Right, like, right, how right. would we yeah, yeah. do this in the real world or whatever? And Katya was like, you're a part of us. Like you're the, right. the piece that was missing, which if I would have liked them, that's really romantic and sweet. Yes. But on the flip side, it's <laughs> just that Katya and Polo, you don't like each other. Nope, you're dating out of convenience people. and you both are just attracted to Valerio. Yes. Like that's the missing puzzle. Pretty piece. much it. Puzzle yeah, piece. Yeah. So then in season two, episode eight, when Valero and Lou's dad finds out they're hooking up. It's on my list. Not only, but it wasn't even, well, okay. It was shocking for two reasons. Number one, the, well, three reasons. The third reason I didn't find out until I rewatched this scene, but it's shocking that Valerio did this because he was throwing himself under the bus too. yeah he set himself in on fire he in had, the house right, right right yeah yeah he had metaphorically he didn't actually lose. do that. right right yeah, yeah. Well, you know <laughs> you never um, know what this show that's why i clarified um he was yeah like equal he had, had more to lose because he was yeah he initiated well he was already on the outs is the thing well i know but he was he was performing the yeah like he was initiating the sexual interaction right, right, right. between yeah, him initi- and right, right. Because it did come across until season three that he had taken advantage of of Lou. And then Lou was like, I kissed him first. Like, she had to confess to her dad. Well. Which that's one of my shocking things is that she did. Yeah, I can't believe she did that because there was really no need. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so him doing it the way he did it. Like, at the dinner table, like, you couldn't have just, they didn't just tell the dad. The dad didn't just walk on them, like, (laughs) holding hands. He literally, like, that was just. 
It was a lot. Like, it was a lot. And I realized once I rewatched that, um, because the logistics of this were something I was, like, interesting. I realized when I rewatched that, like, she put his foot there. Oh, really? Yes. Like, he stuck his foot on her chair, like, in the zone. But, like, she – also, does that mean she, like, wasn't wearing underwear to this – family dinner i don't i think i was more surprised at the amount of people at this dinner yeah it was like a family was in from mexico or whatever yeah i also didn't remember until i rewatched i was like oh that's why there's all these other people there um anyway yeah that Mm -hmm. thing was like the whole scene was shocking and the fact that That she later comes clean to her dad is like almost stupid like yeah and then she's like cut off she had no i mean she didn't know the ramifications but um so then in season three obviously when Malik hook up with Omar. So I have a whole <laughs> description about this scene. Would you okay. mind if I read it? Um, or? Yeah, let's, let's dive in. Okay. Yeah. So Malik is Nadia's boyfriend who is also Muslim and also happens to be gay. He starts flirting with Omar. So let me set the scene. So there's also a lot of other stuff going on and I don't know how much I need to explain, but Rebecca's mom gets arrested. These are all intertwined. Rebecca's mom gets arrested because Samu bugs their house so Rebecca thinks that Samu is the mole so she gets fluorescent paint right so well but they'd kissed before this huh? yeah no they had kissed yeah. they had been in a relationship uh, so Valentine's she was trying to catch him she was trying to catch him well, literally sorry. red-handed no, no, no. um Malik and Omar had kissed her yes they had kissed yes, already but at the Valentine's Day party but Omar was like I'm with Ander he has cancer I can't do this you're dating my sister right yes and uh so yes in the blackout party scene which is an episode Five? Yes. This is to be the most insane scene that I've ever seen. No, yeah, that's... So, Rebecca is ma- essentially tries to get... It's like, we need to find this hard drive that has the proof that my mom's innocent on it. So, she makes up a story about getting the hard drive from the security... Co- I'm just going to read you the yeah. just this... Okay, that I wrote. Um, so, she says that she's going to get this hard drive from the security camera to find the traitor. She goes to the nightclub at the blackout party, exchange for the hard drive, asks Samu to keep an eye on it, the mm-hmm. hard drive, while she's in the restroom. Well, like on her purse. Yes. Samu, who thinks he's about to get caught, tries to get rid of the purse. He hands it to Omar to throw it behind the bar and then pretends it stole it. Then the lights go out, and under the black light, Samu's hands are glowing, so then Rebecca is realizes that he's the traitor. Mm-hmm. But... Omar's hand, when he tossed the bags, he also hooked up with Malik. So he's got hand marks all over Malik's cross, like crotch mm-hmm. and face. And like Chat Nadia comes in and sees that there's fluorescent paint all over Omar's hands and then all over Malik's yeah. body. It is the most shocking. Re- I probably reveal. butchered the, tel- the no, retelling no, no. of that because there's so many details. Amazing reveal. But it reveals that Samu's the traitor, that he bugs mm-hmm. their house. It reveals that Omar and Malik have cheated. Like it is. And Nadia was, like, there to see, see it. it. Yeah, and, like, and everybody everyone. was. Yeah. It was brilliant. Anyway. God bless Rebecca. I mean, Rebecca, yes. Ugh, queen. Um, so then Carla lying in court, which set Polo free, which I can't believe she did that. What a dumb bitch. Me either, because like, I thought she loved Samu. I did, too. And, like, had been carrying this burden around all this time. Like, ugh, mm-hmm. God. So... Then uh, Nadia and Lou legit becoming friends, um, which was great to see. And then burning it all to the ground when they jointly <laughs> accept the murder distraction scholarship that Polo's mom set up. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't believe, like, that episode where they, like, 
switch like in the speech and like just burn it all up. I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And plus the like underlying, like, oh my God, they're friends now, right? Like it was like kind of all at the same time we were realizing all these things. And then in the season three finale, finding out that Lou accidentally stabbed Poe in the chest. Um, and so that was, it was, I was surprised that it was Lou for sure, because she didn't necessarily have a ton of skin in the game with Polo in general. Mm-hmm. And just like the way it happened, it was like clearly an accident. Mm-hmm. And when well, him even saying like, like, it's I a, know. yeah, well, and that was, like that his was sad. death scene was sad. It was really sad. Well, because she accidentally murdered him the way he accidentally murdered. Well, hers was, a, I think a little bit more, more of, of an, an accident. accident. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but whatever. And then also the surprise that they all enter a murder pack to save her. Yeah. I was shocked by the murder pack. Yeah, me too. But it's genius. So I only had two things that were on my list that okay. were not on yours. Yeah. The first one is from season one, which was just Lou blackmailing her teacher oh God, to yeah. get him a child. Like, did she have contacts <laughs> at the adoption agency? Like, I was just watching it and I was like, what the actual fuck is this show? I don't know. <laughs> and then my other one is just like all caps happens more than once. The sex scenes in public places. Oh my like, god, these teens the love only kids to accidentally who have sex in a bedroom. Other. I think Samu. No, I think it's Omar and Andrew have sex in a bed. Samu and Carl will always do it like on couches. Nadia and oh, Guzman literally I, only do it when there's glass around. I think. Like I think Samu and uh, Marina. Oh, maybe. Hooked up in his bed. But like all of them have sex in public places. Yes. Like if there's not glass or a pool <laughs> or at school grounds, or they're like school, not yeah. ready to have sex. No. I remember God. when Nadia had sex both times, it was like in a glassed case room where Rebecca was God. living. Like purely public. Which I'm also like, you're, this was your f- whatever. And then the other one was at the school. Yep. I'm like, no wonder people have sex tapes of y'all. You keep doing it. You really Not that it. anybody, whatever, whatever, da, 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 don't. We're not sex shaming here, but like, maybe but don't do it, it in an it's open locker room. Something you're going to be upset about, right? Like, yeah. There's also, just other places. you caught Lou and Guzman having sex in the shower and blackmailed with him, right? Him what with it in episode one. Right. So yeah, nothing Guzman changes. Only has sex in um, public places. In public places. Yeah. Okay, so we've made it to the stats. What are your oh, highlights? Well, oh, do you um, have another one? Well, no, but I just remembered that technically. Polo and Ander hooked up in Guzman's oh, bed. Right, but Guzman was there, which means it was still public. <laughs> still public. You're right, you're right, you're right. But that is true. That's another one in a bed. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So there's three scenes where yeah, these yeah. teens have sex in beds. Okay, so, um, yes, my stats. So my favorite character is Lou. She really had the most character, or, okay, the most obvious character growth, I'm going to say. They've all mm-hmm. had character growth. Um, to me, she had the most obvious character growth especially in season three and her episode when she pulls off that great party that Maddie mentioned earlier and doesn't cause any drama. Actually in that episode, Mm -hmm. she sees Malik and Omar hooking up, but kind of just like tucks it into her pocket. And instead of like, you know, going crazy. You start to see how loyal she is for her actual friends as the show progresses. Cause she does want to protect Omar Mm -hmm. And, like, loves Omar. I also love her friendship with Guzman. Like, as they were able to, like, know they weren't... They still loved each other, but they weren't in love with each other. And that didn't mean they couldn't be happy for the other one. Yeah, I agree. They handled it, like, very well. Mm -hmm. 
And then, yeah, from dating Guzman to, like, fucking her brother, half-brother, <laughs> half-brother, um, and then, like, being on top of the class and then also got suspended from school and mm-hmm. competing with Nadia. Like, the video that she sent around of Guzman and Nadia, like, like you said, Black Man and her teacher, like, she has gone through it. But, like, by the time we get to season three, it really feels like she – has matured a lot. Yeah. And she hit some lows and she had some really high highs. Hit some high highs. And she is obviously very much like the Blair Waldorf of the school without the drama of Serena. Thank God. Yeah. Um, My only literally character like flaw, I guess, for Lou, like the only thing I wish they would have done a little bit differently was her friendship with Carla, like falling apart. Yeah, that was like, weird. obviously her friend was hurting and she did try to mm-hmm. talk with her. But I think season three, since there are only eight episodes, was so focused on Lou right. and Nadia rebuilding that friendship, mm-hmm. Lou and Omar. Like it was, yeah. it was about kind of doing that. I just felt like it was another chance for them to give Carla any story. I and they just kind of it. left. Yeah. They just like, I could, they could have been better friends to each other yeah, both ways. Rebecca is a close second. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, she was such a fantastic ad to the show. She's Narco such Barbie. A bad bitch. Yeah, Narco Barbie. She's such a bad bitch and just like a really, seems like a very good, like actually good friend. And her clothes are amazing, especially in season three. There's these, she wears these like flame earrings mm-hmm. in season three that I looked scoured the internet right could not find them anywhere i'm so mad i want them so badly these like giant flame hoops they're so cool uh whatever so my favorite relationship was uh i had three i guess (laughs) i all chose friendships though okay so samu and guzman's friendship loved that love and we're gonna get more of that bless um lou and omar fantastic like peak like not gave us friend level but like we kind of speak the same language it gave omar i feel like it gave omar permission to tap into a part of his personality that he's kept so hidden like yeah like her being like you look fabulous you know what i mean like yeah like he he needed a a supportive his sister's never gonna be that yeah Yeah. and like his family isn't gonna be that anders not gonna be that like he needed lou to like give him permission to To show up in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, exactly, exactly. And, like, be his, like, little fun self. Mm-hmm. Um, not to go, like, full Alexis. I just, like, become <laughs> Alexis in that moment. Okay. So, um, and then Valerio and Nadia's friendship, like we talked about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, earlier, it was they don't really objectively have anything in common, but um, it was sort of, like, her very, like, straight man role to Valerio's like full chaos Mm -hmm. was just like a nice balance I feel like I feel like one of the friendships that we didn't get to see that I'm just so bummed about would have been Christian and Valerio because like I loved Christian in season one and I was so bummed they had him killed him off off or had the whatever in season two um but can you imagine the chaos Mm -mm. can you even imagine the chaos so my favorite season I think was season two I guess um or one kind of debatable mm-hmm. I loved Rebe but I really hated Gatiana so you yeah. win some and you lose some and then my favorite episode is season two episode five which is 63 hours missing and I that's the Halloween party right mm-hmm. it's a Halloween party 
So, which is so, I mean, so much happens in that episode. Mm -hmm. It's from the beginning of the mom, like, mass texting the school to invite them to this party to, like, try and make Rebecca friends to Rebecca, like, dressing fully admitting that she like wants samu to like notice her and like wears her cute little princess outfit which is like fantastic mm-hmm. and well her and so mom not. shames her actually she doesn't do that on her own her mom shames her for wanting to wear her little jumpsuit outfit and is like really wearing a tracksuit to your halloween party like samu like isn't gonna like that and she's like okay and like wears her little princess costume which was also cute, but obviously not very her. Right. Samu, like, making his, like, typical, like, boy comment. Like, it was, I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was, like, such a boy comment. Like, oh, you look different. Yeah, you look different comments. And it's, like, not a good or a bad. It's, like, a. But, of course, to her, she's, like, uh, fuck you. Because she wanted to hear, what she wanted to hear was, like, oh, my gosh, like, you look so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And this was not that. Like, Mm -hmm. he literally blinked and missed her. Like, Mm -hmm. Samu, not your best moment. But whatever. And uh, Lou and Guzman broke up in this episode. Officially broke up. Officially mm-hmm. broke up. In addition to Lou's, just like costume was amazing. Um, she was free to call her. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, as we mentioned many times, the Rocky Horror drama, a Rocky Horror picture show drama with Ander and Omar also happened in this episode. Valerio was like in his prime. He was like dressed up as this like vampire type character. I can't remember what it was, but it was like an actual like alleged like, like character. Dracula type. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had this like wig on and this like old fashioned outfit. It was like swirling around on the top of that carousel mm-hmm. horse that they have in their house for some reason. Mm-hmm. And it was just like everything about it. it was just like peak, peak, peak. But anyway, what about you? So my favorite character is Guzman. I just think he... Season one, Guzman to season three, Guzman. I loved the character development. I loved mm-hmm. the kind of backsliding into his asshole ways. I loved that he was just special with Nadia. Um, I just, it would have been Carla, but season three was so rough for they Carla. They her dirty. So season one and two, I would have said hands down Carla, but season three, Guzman really like sealed the deal. I also loved his friendship with Samu. Mm-hmm. My favorite relationship is obviously Guzman and Nadia. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I do think that like chemistry wise, Carla and Samu brought so much to the Fire. table. Fire. And then my honorable mention is obviously Ander and Omar. I just wish their highs would have been a little bit more fun. They never seemed like they were having fun. No, like they lived together and like they w- so got serious. so serious so fast and then he got cancer and it was just, I wish we could have seen them like go on a date. Like even when they double dated, yeah. like I just wish we could have seen a little bit more fun from them yeah. because Omar is fun. Like, Ander doesn't have to right. be that much fun, but Omar yeah. is friends with Lou, and, like, I think it could have been... Yeah, Omar is fun. Yeah, like, I wish we could have seen fun Omar with yeah. Ander. But they did have one of my favorite I love you moments, mm-hmm. which is when Ander says I love you to him. Mm-hmm. Omar doesn't reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. Then later, there's, like, a big fight between, like, the rich kids and the poor kids, and oh, Ander gets, like, beat mm-hmm. really bad, and Omar runs over to him and is like, I love you, I love you, I love you, and he says back... Asshole, they had to kill me so you would say that. <laughs> and then, like, kind of smirks, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm in on y'all, he too. Gets it, yeah. Um, I was, I wish that the relationships felt more consistent because sometimes it would be like, I love you, but we're not dating. Like, yeah. I was, I was, I wish I knew more because a lot of the Nadia and Guzman moments that I love, they're not actually dating. Mm-hmm. Like, they say, I love you when they're not dating. They do a lot yes. of stuff when they're not, like, I they don't actually realize, ever date, I don't think. Yeah, I didn't realize that 
Guzman and Lou dated so late in season two until I rewatched and I was like, what? And they didn't even really, they were never, I don't think like, this is my boyfriend dating. Cause I I don't know. So my favorite season is two. I was devastated to see Christian leave. I was not sad to see Marina or Nano leave, to be honest. Um, But I did love the energy from season two with Rebe, Valerio, and even Katiana. While hating her, she brought like a new dynamic to the show. It was the introduction of Carla and Samu and Samu and Guzman. And then I thought the the underlying kind of subplot or major plot Mm -hmm. of Samu being missing was so interesting because the stakes felt a little bit lower than a murder. Yes. Um, my favorite episode is season two, episode seven, 84 hours missing. There's a big mm-hmm. party, which exposes a lot. Um, the guilt of Andrew knowing that Polo killed Marina is just like literally eating him alive. We get a Guzman and Nadia scene. And then, um, so like, I think they do a really good job. Always the episode before the finale, all of the kind of random subplots that you don't think are mm-hmm. playing a part start to kind of yeah. be exposed and the knots get tied and everything. Mm-hmm. They really set up their finales to stand as one hour long movies that explain and everything. concise everything. Yeah. So kind of seeing all of that play mm-hmm. into to, to place was great. Cause I also love the season two finale when you yeah. find out that Samu is not only alive, but working with Guzman and that Guzman's right. been playing Carla all season. Oh, the twist <laughs> when he's like, Oh, I think he's dead. Look at this jacket. And he's saying all of these things yeah. with her. Right. His flash forwards was him manipulating her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. because it's also not, manipulation the manipulation that carla does is so blatant and so to Mm. see that she's been manipulated by guzman i think someone who she would see as someone who's so below her in terms of like they never really like each other so it was it was interesting that you know guzman and sam had teamed up to fuck with carla yes like carla could not believe she'd been had Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we've made it to the part that everybody listens for Mm -hmm. i know it what is your single best scene so my single best scene is from season two, episode seven, titled 84 Hours Missing. It is when the episode where Katya and Lou are throwing this charity event that Katya suggests because she claims she's some ambassador to like a new sm- charity that benefits children and of course Lou always ready to help and show off her planning and like connection society skills she jumps on it well Katya's whole thing is that she's wanted to Polo suggested she do this event so that she raised some money like for herself because she's poor mm-hmm. which of course is a crime but uh, the best scene comes at the end when Lou puts all of the facts together because she tries to call Katya's mom earlier in the day and it goes to voicemail while the mom calls her back later and mentions that she's a housekeeper. And so Lou's like, the gears in her brain are like churning and you can see she like looks around at this huge event that she's thrown for all the parents at the school and she goes in a rare moment and literally only because she physically runs into um, uh, mm-hmm. Carla. She runs into Carla at the, like slams into her at the party. And Carla's like, it looks like you've seen a ghost. Like, are you okay? And mm-hmm. she's like, oh my God, yeah, I'm so sorry. Like, but like, come with me. And then confides in Carla, like all the facts and Carla, of course, always always a girl with a plan. Mm-hmm. 
a Virgo after my own heart is like, okay, um, this is shocking, but you need to get it together and not say anything and just let the party happen. And then tomorrow morning we'll make sure she sends all the money back to everybody. Like, right. it's fine. Like everyone's season here. two Carla was great. Yes. Season two Carla still had her shit together. So, and Lou's like, I hear you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I hear you. I see. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I hear you. I'm just like not going to do that. Um, so she goes back out there and because Paula's moms are one of them, who knows which one is <laughs> in charge of a magazine. The press are there and they're like, okay, Lou, I thought you were going to give a speech. And she's like, well, fuck. Like, all right, guess I'm doing this. So she gets up on that stage with her like sparkly dress and her like fur coat and holding a martini. And she gives this beach of a lifetime like it is so amazing what is like low-key amazing about it is that there's kids at this party there's also mainly adults Mm -hmm. there's no way any of the adults have any idea what's going on like the drama is speaking directly to the children which is why i think it's so funny that they had her do this speech at like an adult event yeah like a charity gala type yeah like for the demographic like what yeah the demographic's wrong but like whatever it's still amazing she like rips she exposes everyone she exposes she there is no stone left unturned she rips a hole in the ozone of this school like literally she like no holds barred this those slain include katiana for the fraud that she is i.e she's been playing a rich girl when in fact she's literally the janitor's daughter Mm -hmm. and ergo this entire event is a sham because she's trying to raise money for herself yeah she outs Guzman for cheating on her with Nadia. That's which, my favorite part because she's like, I know he cheated on me. me. I know, right? <laughs> like, can you believe it? Like to these adults. Uh-huh. And she even gives a shout out to the mom, like Guzman's mom. She's like, I know Lydia, I tried. <laughs> well, and then I like that she does one just for shits and gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there was no reason for her to drag Nadia and she did. Well, no. The, with she the next couple. Car- well, I've got more. She's like, she outs Carla for sleeping with Samu. That's what I'm saying. They had nothing to do with anything. Nobody cared about that. It also, did have anything to do with Lou. Like, at no, least Nadia, right. when she threw Nadia yes. under the bus, like, Nadia cheated on that her boyfriend with her. Related. Carla and Samu were just, like, her friends, sort yeah, yeah, of. Yeah, 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 no. And she had, like, just, like, pieced those clues together, yeah. like, that <laughs> episode. After they were, like, sharing the little mac and cheese in the cafeteria, which, like, so cute. But, like, and also unconfirmed. Uh-huh. Like, un- she had not talked to Carla about it at all. And she was just like, Samu and Carla are fucking, bye. Yeah, like, <laughs> they had nothing to do with anything. No. Like, Mike drop. Oh, my God. Like, it was just, they're like, oh, God. She just went for blood. And it was, um, it was like, bad bitch glue is on display and it was amazing i remember watching that scene like mouth ajar like yes. i was like holy shit. also i do remember thinking none of these parents care no like what weird care. like I they mean, might I, care that katiana's stealing all of yes, their money they all cared a little bit about that and then i guess guzman's parents would have cared slightly that he cheated but they're because in that scene guzman the asshole that he is was like hey so like it's kind of like a bad time for me to like tell my parents that we're breaking up so we can we just like not to pretend that we're dating which was rude so rude he's still my favorite character (laughs) (laughs) i mean right that was just like not a great moment for him yeah 
right, what is your single best scene? So my single best scene has something in common with yours and that Lou is in it. Oh, Lou. Queen. So mine is from season three, episode eight, which I will say season three is my least favorite season by like quite a bit. Um, but the graduation speech, so Lou and Nadia both win the sponsorship, which you kind of alluded to earlier. They both win the sponsorship where they get to go to New York. Scholarship? This, yeah. What was you I called saying? a sponsorship? <laughs> well, it's kind of a spon- <laughs> You know what? They're getting sponsored by the... By the moms. Yeah. I said it twice too. Scholarship. <laughs> um, where By the identical twin moms. Yeah. By the Polo's uh, image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like The an Polo's PR yeah, yeah. fund. PR, so, yeah, yeah. But Our son murdered someone, and we're kind of sorry. Yeah. Please forget. <laughs> Please send these two random girls to America to study. So I... Fix it. Um, the episode before, though, uh, Guzman and Samu and Anderg all got into a fight, and they can't graduate. So out of their little friend group, the only people who get to graduate are Polo, Carla, and Lou, and Nadia. Yeah, it's like a, it's a it's real, real injustice. Yeah, I definitely think... Like. The only reason why my brain is, like, believing that that's possible, that they would get... <laughs> put back a full grade insane the day before graduation is so we get a season four so like I, it's i i'm suspending reality for the sake of a second mm-hmm. another season yeah and also i like Sorry. all of the people that they're holding back so yeah, i'm like we'll, okay we'll cool. talk about that at the end i made a note so lou and nadia are giving the speech and they start off and you don't really know like how they're gonna do it and they mm-hmm. kind of start off like big, giving a shout out to like all of their friends who don't get to graduate which you're like that's interesting because they've both fought since the very first time yeah. they met about yes being better and smarter than everybody. It's kind of like the epitome of the show where it's like, you can talk, like I can talk bad about my friends, but you can't talk bad about my friends. Like they're to the death. So it's like really sweet. And they dedicate award, the award to the kids who couldn't graduate, especially Marina. And then they, they say like, because Polo killed her. Like they risk their academic success to expose them. Well, but like everyone knew. Like they called out the integrity of the award to them. And then, so that's my favorite scene. Like it's just, yeah, it was wild. It was I couldn't wild. Believe, I could not Cause then I was like, that. what's going to happen? Yeah. Like, which of course like, then Polo is like, they're not wrong. We have to keep yeah. the award. Like Polo, Polo died a better Polo? person than he yes. lived. <laughs> <laughs> like in his last, Absolutely. his final hours. Yeah. He ended. Okay. But I was just so shocked that they exposed the award. And like, also Nadia and Lou, like Lou has no money. Cause her dad cut her off. Cause she was sleeping with her brother. Mm-hmm. Half. Half. <laughs> and Nadia's family just didn't have money. And so the fact that they both cared about mm. Marina sort of enough and their friends enough to basically tell yeah. the moms to like fuck off. I do wonder. It was more to honor like Guzman and yeah. Samu and like the turmoil that Polo well, put them the through. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. It was, it was more, I feel like it was less about actually Marina because. Yeah. Marina was a character that I like liked in the first episode. The first time I watched it was like, I'm so bummed she died. And then by like episode six, I was like, I'm totally fine with her leaving. I mean, as soon as she started like fucking her boyfriend's brother, I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I just don't know if I can get behind this. Yeah, Chemistry was good though. And this show has Nana, great everybody. They have, everyone is great. You could ship everybody with any. Like pick, yes. Throw two couple names against the wall. Whichever were two stick, they would have great chemistry. They would have great chemistry. Yeah. Nano and Samu have a scene in uh, season two where Nano is having, or excuse me, Samu is like having to step up, stand up to him because mm-hmm. he's gotten out of jail. And he's basically like, you need to not fucking leave this house because you keep causing problems for me. Mm-hmm. And which, bear. And like a magnet, like a moth to a flame, however, Nano continues to 
go to wherever Samu is. But yeah. whatever. So the two brothers are like fighting and the camera is like so close on their face, like inches away from each other. And you're like bored. Like you could just hold a match and like flame. Like, yeah. They are both so hot and like hot yelling at each other. Oh my God. Well, and even it. like in season, I thought they did such a good job with the camera work in the season one, episode seven fight where I, I mentioned it earlier. Cause that's when Ander gets like beaten to a pulp. And yes. Ander yes. says, I love you. But that's also whenever Guzman's like, yes. fuck you waiter. You got my sister pregnant. Yep. And Nano, and he's like, no, it's like Nano's baby. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's Nano's baby. And that's when Samu realizes that Nano's been not yes. only sleeping with his girlfriend, but has gotten his girlfriend pregnant. Uh-huh. And like the fighting happens and everybody's doing it. And then you see Samu and like the way the camera does, like you follow his fist to Nano's face and you're like, oh shit. Oh my God. Right, right. He's flipped sides in yep, this yep, fight. Yep, yep, like, yep. <laughs> like there was, it was a dumb, like that's one of the things, the scenes that like made me laugh so hard. Cause it was like Guzman, Ander and Polo, like yeah. marching up to these like, quote unquote like street yeah, kids God. like you don't know so like stupid. the age unknown yeah, of yeah, the yeah. people hanging out around nano to fight them which was so dumb like the scene of them walking up they're supposed to look so badass and they just like nope. don't like, but it was wimpy. um that's when you kind of realize that like samu's relationship with nano is so much more complicated than yeah. we could even have guessed from what we saw yeah i think obviously like the casting is great. However, I just wish that Nano and Samu looked remotely closer in age because Nano looks like he's 30 mm-hmm. and Samu looks 15. Yeah. So like believing them as like an overlapping brother dynamic, I had kind of had a hard time. Well, and like Christian and Nano were like best friends. Right. Which I was so like, I'm like, is he only hmm. supposed to be like 18 or 19? Nano looks so old. Like that actor just looks so old to me. And he was in Money Heist. Mm-hmm. Um, with the girl who plays Marina. Marina, I guess they actually met there first. I guess that show actually happened first. Oh, okay. Um the the people who did Money Heist also did Elite. Like it's yes. the same writing team. And actually in uh what do they call this? Not like a goose egg. What's it called? Easter egg? Easter egg. Easter egg in the Halloween episode that was my favorite episode. There's three guys dressed as the robbers from oh, Yeah, the Money Heist. The Money Heist. Um Money Heisters are Yeah. The heisters, the robbers, whatever. The guys who robbed that show. Um, and you never tried Money Heist, did you? No, I. It's Casa all, del it's Papel, just, which makes so much more sense as a title because Casa del Papel translates to house, like paper house, mm-hmm. which the thing that the heist is, like what they're robbing, is the royal mint of Spain, mm-hmm. like where they print the money. Mm-hmm. So, like, paper house like contextually it makes more sense whatever mm-hmm. but you didn't try it right no not yet i'm i am going to it's on my list i just i um have it didn't like it because did I mean, you say it was too high anxiety like the whole yes. thing was a heist yes so in normal shows where like this one i mean this one kind of switches like back and forth up. at least but yeah there's like the whole the show is the lead up right um like in killing eve which i've been watching mm-hmm. recently it's like she, we're getting up to the part where they catch her, right? Well, the whole fucking show is the highest. So in, in hashtag in these times, um, already like a lot of stress in the world. Like that show is like wall to wall stress. Right. Like it's like, all right, now this episode is hours eight through 12 of the heist. <laughs> like, right. Right. It's, it's just kind of a lot, but whatever. So, okay. So and then so so i've we've alleged to this a bunch before but my only news is that it has been renewed for season four yes you have a 
where we I left off. Like, right, yeah, yeah. I have a where we left off. So, okay, so everybody so, knows going right. into season. Four. So everyone knows. So, um, we've been renewed for season four. As far as I know, they haven't started filming because of COVID. But Lou, Nadia, and Malik all head off to New York, and those who got expelled, i.e. Samuel, Guzman, Rebe, and Valerio, all have to repeat their senior year. However, oh, and um, Omar is now going to school with them. Mm -hmm. So we saw that at the end. Um, (laughs) Hopefully they don't accidentally murder any more students. Um, But Hopefully Ander and Omar get to go on a date. Okay, right. I, I had to, okay, let me think. I feel like I looked it up because... Not, I would have sworn I read because Carla's going off to school. So well, Carla's going to study abroad. Um, okay, my Google on my phone crashes all the time and it wipes out all of my tabs that were open. Okay, but I'm pretty confident that I'm actually 100% confident that Lou, Nadia, Malik, and Carla are did not re-sign for season four. Okay. So, and Valerio. I was going to say Valerio. Yeah, yeah. The, I think that the people that you said that are going back to school again are the only ones that are going to be in season four. And Katya. Yes, because she's cleaning. Because she's cleaning. So, Katya, Omar, Samuel, and Guzman, and Rebe are all going to be in season four. Right. I don't know. It didn't confirm or deny if Nano was going to be back. Um, I doubt it. I mean, his story's I kind doubt of it. ran his course, yeah, but... Really over. Um, Especially so. now that he's like cleared of murder charges, I think he like left. Yeah, I think he did too. I don't even know if he was he even in season three. He was a little bit like, uh, but not um, yeah, not much. Okay, cool. So your recommendation this week? What do you, what culture do you want us to? Uh, what, what culture do, do you think our fans want to part on everybody? Well, I think that this week. I will recommend. Ooh, this is Smith. <laughs> I know Half Baked Harvest, which is my favorite food blog. Oh, okay. Slash Instagram. Um, it's uh, run by a girl named Tegan, and she's out of Colorado, and she has an Instagram as well as two books and. Like her actual website, of course, mm-hmm. um, and you bought me her cookbook yes. for my for Christmas last year. Maybe Christmas yeah, it has my like a yellow spine. Yeah, I think for Christmas because I bought it for myself too. Um, yeah, I have both of her books, and they're so beautiful. Like mm-hmm. she does such a good job with the photography. And since we've been in quarantine, and I have been able to spend some more time to cook, I have been making more of her recipes mm-hmm. um that I don't have the book with me but books in New York but um I've been just using her website and have never been disappointed by anything that she's suggested which is like pretty I made something from the cookbook you bought me and I can't remember but I remember liking it yeah and even like her sauces are good so sometimes if you're like I don't know if I need to make this whole thing again but like I'll make this sauce again like mm-hmm. that kind of thing and yeah it's just Really, really delicious. I think my all-time favorite thing that I've made from her is this, like, green goddess pizza. Okay. Oh, so, you've talked about that a lot. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's basically, yeah. like, goat cheese, pesto, and zucchini in the delivery of pizza crust. <laughs> like, yeah. Sounds delicious. It's, oh, hot tip, though. Add, drizzle some Mike's Hot Honey on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Anyway, what's mm-hmm. yours? So, mine, I mentioned this at the beginning. 
Um, my recommendation this week is the Shipping Room podcast. Mm. If you are like me and love TV shows for relationships, they mm-hmm. do such a great job of just kind of deep diving into different shows and talking about all of the relationships that happen. Um, and some of their categories are a little bit more niche mm-hmm. um, that I just really enjoy. And also like them on Twitter, if you ever just like are having a down moment and need to see just like gifts of like <laughs> hot people making out, they always they always provide good uh, couple moments on their Instagram. And that's how I find shows like Elite. So I'm my recommendation this week is the Shipping Room podcast. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for, for listening. Yeah. Bye. This podcast is produced by myself, Sophie Orlich, with help from Jake Orlich. No relation. Maddie Line is my favorite co-host, and our lovely theme song is by Chandler Reeves. For news and updates, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Single Best Scene, or check out our website at singlebestscene.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, and especially if you're one of our actual friends, make sure you're subscribed to the pod and drop us a five-star review. We deserve it. Autoplay next episode.